Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network. iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Happy Monday. Happy MLK Junior Day. That's right. It's the holiday. It is a holiday. Um, I, I get. To, I'm sitting right next to you. I know, side by side. You guys, this is like. Um, this is some real Tanya-ish Like today. you're anchoring the evening news. Yeah. But you know this is like my greatest heart's desire. <laughs> well, we started out the new year while I was like our first podcast was me still in quarantine from coming back. So it feels good to, to be next to each other. Nothing feels better. And I got Becca uh, a bottle of Dr. Pepper to have here and her nice fancy ice cube 
Yeah. Just special, just for her. She has these like ball ice cubes that are really just, they really make a difference of just like class level. And so she really classed up my Dr. Pepper experience with one of those. But um, not only that, but we are on the same side of the desk, which normally we're across from each other, which, you know, when, when we talk about our debate of how we go out to eat and sitting on the same side, I'm realizing this is why I like that sitting across from each other because I'm having to like turn my neck and yeah, look at you. Yeah, the turning is weird. I already don't like it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're turning, well, you have to turn away from the microphone to see each other. And then your head's in a weird position of turn, but your mouth stays in front of the mic. It's awkward. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, fine. We can look at each other in the Zoom. Yeah, I'm just going to look at you through the Zoom camera. But in it's front so of nice me. that I can just touch her <laughs> oh, right yeah, here. There goes her arm oh, into my look screen. Look at that. I can just no. touch her right here. Oh, that was a handful of extensions there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what did you do this weekend? What? Did, how was your week? Like, update me. Um, okay, so I do have to say, I had like a few. I'm actually really good. Yeah, you seem good. Yeah, I feel really good. And um, I had like a couple whiplashy conversations the past like few weeks. And I mean those in like a good way. Like, you know, those whip like where you have these conversations and it's kind of like, oh, Mm -hmm. in your face. And you didn't, you know, like um, so uh, I posted this photo of myself in a bikini um, on my Instagram story. And I um, posted it like without facetune or anything like that which was a really big deal for me because anytime i've ever posted a photo you know i like i make you take a million photos and i do all yeah. the body contorting we all and do, I yeah. facetune <laughs> it and all the things and for some reason like i've just been i just feel really good and so i just posted this photo i wasn't even posing for it and i just kind of like went on this thing about how um i always you know facetune my photos and this is just me like razor bumps and and flab and you know here it is and I got so many DMs and this one woman DM'd me and said something about how she is so happy she had her daughter follow me on Instagram to have me like to look up to, right? This, a girlfriend of mine calls me and she's like, hey, I don't know if I ever told you this, but there was this like guy that I went out with like over a year ago now and he had two kids and she was like, uh, he had his daughter follow you on Instagram after your date because he said that you were such like a good role model for her. And I was just like, wait, he went on a date with you? Yeah, this was like over. Obviously, this was like over a year oh. ago. So like, because, but he like still asks about me and uh, told his daughter to follow me. And I was just like, that was like a whiplash moment for me. Like it was like. I've had a handful of conversations with this, this man and he's met me once and he, and he thinks like that I like that he wants his daughter to get to know me through a, a Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Like that was so nice. And I can't even explain to you like what that did to my heart inside. Like mm-hmm. it was a whiplash. Like mm-hmm. I'm not sure you're using whiplash properly, but <laughs> I, I think we get what you're saying. I mean, you, here's the thing. When Tanya says something that doesn't actually, it's not technically right. You just, you have, you, if you know Tanya, you know what she's trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say though. Like it, it kind of, it hit me. The, the, yeah. The, it was a oh, epiphany. Epiphany. It might I be. Like, I like epiphany. Okay. God, I know my daughter follows you on Instagram. And by the way, she kind of like a follow back, but you know, you know, someday maybe. <laughs> uh, wait, I'd send me her handle. I'll totally follow her back. <laughs> okay. But like, do you know what I'm saying? It was one of those, um, ep- like, ep- I don't know, epiphany whiplashy moments where I was just like, that is, that did some things to my heart, you know, like that you 
want your daughter to follow me on Instagram and like want her to know me and think that I'm a good, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it just did something no, to I like, my. I like that she follows you. I think, I think you're a good influence. Just like that guy said, I feel the same way. It did. It did something to me. Like it changed your mindset. It just changed my mindset. And, uh, it just, yeah, I don't know, set me into a, a really good headspace. And so I, I want her to be a modern woman. I want her to embrace all of the things on the little frames behind you. I want her to embrace all of that stuff. Thank you, Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had a couple of those conversations that just kind of put me in like a different, really good mm-hmm. headspace. I know this is off topic. Well, kind of off topic of the point of the story, but is it, do I know about this guy? Was this when yes. I've, since yes. I've known you? Yeah, yeah since No, I didn't know, know if it was before we met or something. No, 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 no. You know. Yeah, you know. We Did we have a later. name for him on this show? No, 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 no. And it's not even about that. I know. Like, that's what I was saying. It wasn't about that, but I was just... We're not, we're not going back. We're not looking to the past. We're moving forward. Okay, we're yeah, we're yeah. looking forward. We're going. But but it was more about the fact that like I barely like he had a handful of conversations and he thought, wow, I want the, this my daughter to get to know this this woman. So I don't know. It was just very nice. So I'm, I'm feeling good. Are you like what's, what's your headspace right now? Are you just like I'm focusing on myself? I'm healing from this relationship like where are you at with that because I noticed I mean it was really I got emotional reading some of the messages on the Facebook group of people the support from the scrubbers and whoever started that thread yeah (laughs) I was bawling I didn't see it until a bunch of people were sending it to me in on Instagram the thread and I started reading it and I think I'm just like hypersensitive right now but I was bawling because it's just like so nice I know that's what I'm saying like I feel like you're just surrounded by so much love love and support and encouragement it's true so you're feeling that I'm like times a hundred yeah yeah Um, and you know what the world is is our oyster and I don't think sometimes you don't realize the possibilities until you open your eyes so I'm I'm feeling good um so Haley and I went to the desert. We went to Joshua Tree this this weekend and we were driving back. We drove back this morning and we had the morning show on. And she goes, oh, is that Tanya? Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, I don't think I've ever heard this live. Like I hear commercials, but I've never like heard it live. And so I don't, y'all were talking about dating apps. That girl called in talking about um, like being scared to get on dating oh, apps yeah, and yeah, intimidated. Yeah. I and think she really wanted to date Ryan. I know what that's what you're saying. I was like, I think this is her chance to shoot her shot with Ryan. That's yeah. what I felt. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was, it's, we had a great weekend and it was like really, we did vision boards. Where is it? It's at home. Oh, what's on your vision board? Well, so, you know, I didn't feel like I got great magazines, so I really had to make do with what I had. <laughs> if, you have, if you have space on your vision board, I have a bunch of magazines downstairs you can take home if you want. I mean, it was more so just want to focus on, um, like, mental health and physical health. Like, I really want to learn to love to exercise. I just don't. Like, I feel great afterwards, but, like, I don't like the process of doing it. So that's kind of one of my goals for this year. Um, I had some visions. I'm I'm like kind of in the process of looking to buy a house right now, which is super exciting, but kind of intimidating being in L.A. because it's not like you just you, it's like it's very expensive and it's very and I heard it's like a dog eat dog world right now. Like it's, it's harsh. Yeah. And even if you pounce, someone else could come in and have cash or something. So it's a little 
crazy but I'm excited about it I feel like really grateful that I'm like in the position to buy a house but um anyways I had some of that stuff on my vision board but it was just so nice to get away and something about the desert I I swear we were in a vortex what's a vortex it literally makes you it's like so I've been in one in um Sedona Arizona it's like a thing yeah so it's like a I don't know, energy or something, but it makes you feel like the whole weekend we felt high, but we didn't take any edibles or anything. We didn't drink. We didn't take edibles, nothing. We were just like, is, that, is there altitude? Cruising. I don't know. It's, uh, you'll have to, I don't know exactly. I looked up what a vortex is, but basically you feel like, yeah, peaceful. I'm like, I don't know if Becca knows what a vortex no, is. No, I swear. Either. I swear. Look, I'm going to look it up. Um, uh, yeah, I was in a vortex too. I'll tell you about that. <laughs> It's a mass of whirling fluid or air. Okay, wait, that's not the right word. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. It's like one of those in those movies when like somebody comes out like Moana when like the okay, water no, no, parts. No. Okay, it's areas of concentrated energy rising from the earth. And it says that Joshua Tree is like full of them. So it can make you feel like really calm and happy and peaceful. And it's weird. Like, I swear, we were both going. I was like, I feel like I took an edible. And she was like, me too. Because she was giggling at everything I said. And I was like, I asked her if she took one. And she was like, no, I but I feel like to, I did. I need to go to Joshua Tree. Anyways, we were very like namaste, like had a great weekend. And then we, I'm like, you know, I just feel recharged. I feel at peace. And then we get in the car and I, the first person cuts me off. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> so my namaste was Quickly short-lived. Can I just tell you guys something? I feel like peace is a very underrated thing. You, yeah. Peace. Like just feeling like peace and peace. contentment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, Mark's giving me a look, but like, okay. So I, I uh, didn't realize like what a luxury it is to be able to sleep through the night. A lot of people have problems sleeping, but I realized that it's because I have this like peace. It's just like I have this internal peace. And whenever that peace is, interrupted I have a hard time sleeping and so it, it brings me back to why are you laughing at me I'm, I'm just excited to hear what you're gonna say <laughs> that peace is like such an underrated thing like I don't think we realize it too because I was talking to my friend Erin about her fiance and she was saying how because I think everybody is in a weird space just in terms of pandemic fatigue right now mm-hmm. like everyone's just kind of antsy and anxious and like you know, and she was talking to me about her fiance and she's like, he just has this inner peace that just is so like calming and grounding and rooted. And I was like, that is a great quality to have in a partner. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like I wouldn't think that, you know what I mean? Like I would never be like, are you somebody that has a lot of peace? <laughs> you know, well, I, mean? I don't even think it's that. I, Cause I don't think people who have peace know that about themselves. You don't think so? I don't think so. I mean, maybe they you feel calm, but I I'm saying like, I don't think that you would approach someone and be like, do you have peace? I think you, it's just something you feel around specific people that where you connect and there's that, that's something that feels like safe and comforting. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm loving just everybody that's listening. This is a great PSA if you're searching and on the hunt peace where do you think your peace comes from my faith yeah I always say the same thing like I think when people ask me questions about faith I always just say there's this peace like this knowing that I can't explain or put into words aside from peace and like a serenity that only comes from that yeah 
but um i haven't been sleeping well so i don't know what's going on but <laughs> that's okay you know even a peaceful person can have moments trust me i had some sleepless nights Late as of late. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think most people in your situation would be a little restless. Some unruly, unruly sleep. But sleep's back, baby. That's a good feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just have been... I actually think it's because I wasn't drink. I got back from my trip and then I wasn't drinking any caffeine late. I was only drinking water and eating healthy. So my, I think I was having like extreme withdrawal. So like by the time I got in bed, I just crashed and then i started incorporating like uh the zevia drinks that have oh, caffeine yeah. in them still oh they do not the root beer oh, which you love i love the root beer but the other ones do and i was drinking them with dinner so i think that was keeping me awake because in the desert i didn't drink any caffeine and i, I was like you know i was in namaste vortex namaste, so. yeah vortex, vortex. <laughs> sleeping like a baby so tonight will really be the true test i mean 2021 becca's namaste vortexing i'm kicking back with a soda <laughs> it's not a real soda it's Tanya. close it's like sugar-free zero calorie flavored water <laughs> it's closest i'm gonna get to a soda kicking back with the soda um how's your harry potter binge going <laughs> Okay, first of all, nobody told me Robert Pattinson was in Harry Potter, so that was oh a delight. Gosh. Are you a fan? Uh, yeah. <laughs> since when? Is the Pope Catholic? Okay, Tanya, <laughs> since when? <laughs> Twilight? Yeah. But like, did you not what? like Twilight? No, well, I, did, no, I mean, I'm not, that's where it ended, but like Twilight, hello. I was always like, in the movies, I was Team Jacob because I loved Taylor Lautner. When I met Taylor Lautner. I know, isn't that funny now that we like hang out with him? I have never felt so just like, I have made it. <laughs> Team Jacob all the way and I'm at his house. Is he, a, is he of peace? Is he a peaceful man? He has peace for sure. He does have peace. Yeah. He's a really great human. He's a great human. He actually invited, uh, we should go, they just, he just moved. We should go have a meal in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reach out to him about that. A meal. <laughs> I already did. So anyways, you're a Robert Pattinson fan. So his appearance in Harry Potter was a real thrill. It was a real thrill. And I, I just feel like I'm on this journey with a lot of people. I'm getting so many messages and like, um, my friend Alex sent me the books cause she was like, the books are so good. So, I mean, who oh knows if I'm going to tap into that. I was going to say, so we, we go through the movies with you and then we have to deal with the, the book reading. And then reggae Jean page, who's the guy from Bridgerton, Mark sent me this article. He happens to be in Harry Potter. Um, I think either the seventh or eighth, one of the last two movies, the main guy from Bridgerton. Yeah. So it's just like an embarrassment of riches at, at Harry Potter land. I don't yeah. recommend reading the books after you've watched the movie. I think that would be weird. The oh, other really? way is the only way to go. If you want to read the books, I would stop the movies right now and go read the books because they're fantastic. But let me tell you. So I think what I want to do after I finish Harry Potter is I think I want to restart Sex in the City from the beginning. That's a good, I, w I would be down to do that with you. Should we do it? Yeah, because like I season one, so Sex and the City is, I think, exactly what I need. Yeah, and I felt so embarrassed at my performance in our quiz last week, and Easton just dominated. He has no embarrassment, but I was just like, I need to watch it again because that was it was a disappointment myself, honestly. Yeah, I'm down for that. Maybe we skip season one, start season two. Okay. Whatever you want. I didn't like season one because they like talking to the camera. Remember that? You were just like season one, sex in the city. And then you don't even like season one. No, because <laughs> I think they were still talking into the screen. Do you guys remember that? When they were like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they did this like weird <laughs> interview style thing for the first season. Yeah, Maybe like they, they cut the, they, what is it called when you cut the um, 
fourth you break wall the, or break the, the fourth wall. Yeah, fourth wall. yeah like, I didn't like it. Interviewing like random people too, like not even the characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I couldn't watch um, House of Cards because everyone talked about how great it was, and then I'd be in it, and then they he turned to the screen and start talking to me, and I was like, whoa. I'm here to just watch. I don't need yeah. to be a part. Don't look at me, Kevin Spacey. I did not yeah, sign up please for Please don't. Don't look at me. I'm not See, ready for I that. liked it in Fleabag, but for some reason, I, I don't like it in Sex and City because they didn't carry it out. So it was just like... It was just like a pilot, episodes, at, yeah. pilot season thing. Yeah. Well, um... Wait. We could all be... There's four of us. We could all be a Sex and City character. <laughs> <laughs> I've Who's often who? said this about us. Who's We're just who? like the girls. <laughs> just like them. <laughs> who would you name as who, Tanya? That would be a little tough. Um, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Samantha would be the hard one. <laughs> Easton, who would be Samantha? I don't know. <laughs> well, not Mark. <laughs> I'll, I'll just be whoever you're not. How about that? <laughs> Whoever's left over, I'll take. <laughs> well, who's Samantha. Because here's the thing. I think Becca's Carrie. Wow. Don't you think? Don't. That thrills me. I don't even care if it's right or not. I'm taking it. Don't take it away from me. Carrie and Tanya's Charlotte. I feel like I'm Charlotte. I feel like I'm more Charlotte than Samantha. So then Easton, I guess, would be Miranda. Oh, well, I was going to volunteer to be Samantha. Can I just be Samantha? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be Miranda. In my heart, I'm Samantha. <laughs> yeah. Deep down, we all have some Samantha. You know what's funny, though? I feel like when the Sex and City was on, like, back in the day, like, nobody wanted to be Miranda. And, yeah. like, now, I'm, like, I would totally be, like, Miranda was such a modern woman, and I didn't even realize it when I was watching the shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I also kind of understand why people were like, eh. She, she had some kinda, weird, there was, those wardrobe choices, I, I felt mad for yeah. her, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, but I think that a lot in show, sometimes in Grey's Anatomy, I'm like, who <laughs> did this? True. <laughs> um, okay, Wait, well, this great. is so fun. Okay, so you're <laughs> Carrie, I'm Charlotte, Eason's Samantha, and Mark is Miranda. Yeah, sure. maybe we should find an epic scene with all four of them and act it out on the podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> Okay. A table read. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I also had a groundbreaking revelation in therapy last week um, that I wanted to share, but we're going to take a break oh. first and then we'll be back with that. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. 
When that sneaker soul hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay authenticity guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
All right, we are back. So I shared this on my Instagram last week, but I had um, therapy on Tuesday and we were talking about... Do you do it every Tuesday? Is that going to be like... I try to stay... Yeah, yeah. try to stay consistent on that. Um, But we were talking about how I... When I argue, I get defensive like pretty quickly because I feel like my way is the truth in the right way like in my mind how it happened from my eyes is how it happened and anyone else who challenges that it makes me feel really defensive and so then that's how I argue and I always say things like no that's not what happened or that's not the truth and I learned that that's a form of gaslighting which I thought was really interesting because I've always associated gaslighting with like someone who's just like evil and manipulative and like you know, emotionally abusive, which I guess it still is, but unintentionally, I do that all the time. I'm going to need you to say it to me again slower. Okay, so if you're in an argument, like let's say we're arguing. The sky is blue. And I'm like, no, today it's gray. And then we start fighting about that. And you say, well, you said the sky was a a gray whatever and then I say this is probably a horrible example because the sky is blue is tough it was tough you gave me a challenge but if I said if you if you said you said this and it made me feel this way and I said that's not what happened that's like like invalidating invalidating. yeah right okay okay I had no idea the importance of like validating someone even if even if and also validating someone doesn't mean that you agree with them or believe what what they say it just means that you're validating their experience and how they saw or whatever their truth and it was really interesting because i realized i do that tanya's laundry's done (laughs) i don't know if you heard that but her laundry is done um but it was very eye-opening for me and like not to be you know she was like you're not going to get it right the first time and she said maybe if if a conversation like that comes up and you're having a situation where you see things differently with someone you say okay I hear you but that wasn't my experience yeah and you know what's something that I'm I'm learning about too is like sometimes just letting somebody share how the, they're feeling is a nice thing you know it, you don't have to fight about everything I think sometimes you can just express how something made you feel and it's like I'm sorry you felt that way you know what I mean yeah. that's not how I intended that wasn't my intention or whatever and it doesn't have to turn into like a huge thing I know, but I get, I'm like trying to work on not getting defensive when my way isn't the only way, but I never even realized I was doing it. So it's like something I'm even just being aware of it is something to grow from. Yeah. But it's kind of like intimidating, you know, because that's been how I've argued my whole life. I feel like Mm -hmm. was like, well, how I see it is the right way and anything else is absolutely crazy like that's how I feel I'm like were we not in the same like situation having the same conversation because your way of thinking does not make sense to me yeah so I thought that was good I thought it was something to share because I I imagine a lot of people do it without even realizing they're doing it well I I think a lot of these things are like so ingrained in us you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like it's funny uh, you know my dad is in his 70s 
And something that, that they always did, like they were, you know, guilt tripping is like a big thing. And he's just like, it's something that's been ingrained, you know, like mm-hmm. my parents gave me guilt trips. And so it was just like something that he's actively working on and, you know, he's older. Yeah. So it's like having to retrain the way that you've lived your life for so long. Yeah. It's like kind of intense. Totally. But it- like, so great that you acknowledge it and like are wanting to work on it. Well, and I was going to say so great for your dad, who's like, older and he, yeah you know at some point people just go like what's the point I'm you know older I'm already set in my ways but the fact that he's acknowledging it and willing to work on it is really really great I know it's cute he is so cute he's the cutest <laughs> just got both of his shots he just really oh, that's cool mm-hmm. how's he feeling good the second one he said he was feeling a little like sonsy after for the mm-hmm. day but uh, just that day the next day he was like fine yeah i feel like i've kind of heard that and i really appreciate our uh scrub scrubbers who have been posting the ones who have gotten the vaccine and talking about like their side effects and stuff because i think it gives people a lot of um just peace <laughs> peace there we go <laughs> um knowing <laughs> yeah, namaste, namaste. <laughs> um just like getting the experience so um shout out to our scrubbers who are doing the thing so based on what you learned there when tanya says something that's kind of uh nonsensical should we not correct her should we be like tanya we hear you that's not a word i've ever heard used that way in my life but I acknowledge you for using it, and that's not my understanding. Because no, I got a, I got a DM on Instagram this week that we're all we all gang up on Tanya too much. I've gotten those two all the time. But. Oh, really? <laughs> well, was it about the Harry Potter? Because everybody was like, ignore everybody else. Harry Potter is the shiznat. My thing with Harry Potter wasn't even so much that you're watching. Like I don't. I'm thrilled for you if you love it but i felt like you were doing it because society makes has hyped it up so much that you yes. felt like you needed to do it to be a part it wasn't right. that i Agreed. am hating on harry potter oh yeah i mean i wanted to see what the hype was about <laughs> wanted to be in the like harry <laughs> yeah, that potter was, land. yeah okay which okay um but no mark i think that tanya has Tanyaisms as one of our scrubbers named them and i think that we we know what she's trying to say and we know that it's wrong and I think most of the time she knows that it's wrong. Wait, but whip, a whiplash conversation, like that's, I feel like epiphany is the better choice. I didn't think whiplash was horribly off track. Okay. Yeah. But you've, it's like the conversation that got, yeah, but that was, that was definitely one of your better ones. You know, you've whiplash is when you get rear-ended in a car and your neck snaps back and you hurt yourself. Like I mean, it kind of, it was a mental, it was, it was an emotional mental. whiplash. <laughs> okay. It was yeah. an emotional whiplash. Yeah. Um, I actually, I got an interesting DM about how we gave advice to the girl on the uh, email that we got about virginity mm-hmm. that we spoke about. And she made the comment that a lot of our listeners write in for um, advice for us as Christian women and looking for biblical advice and I kind of had a back and forth conversation with her because I said listen like we share our experiences that's what that's what we did specifically in that moment that's what we always do like when people write in for advice we're not saying that we're qualified to give professional or biblical advice we just are giving our experience and what we think and I thought it was kind of an interesting uh viewpoint because I guess if we're not like a faith-based podcast we just personally have faith faith our own relationship with god and also like my relationship with god came in my adult life right 
but like, she was just she was saying like she was looking for b- biblical advice and i i just like said listen if you know when you write into the podcast and you're asking for advice from us just know that we're only speaking from our own experiences we're not saying we're like qualified therapists or anything we're just hearing our own experiences speaking of oh. i'm about to i'm about to psalm you here um there is i'm gonna psalm you there is this one bible quote that or i mean verse (laughs) it's one of uh it's an inspirational quote from the bible there is this one bible verse that i've been really um holding on to as of late um that i think people might just i don't know resonate with Uh, It says, for the Lord, for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Basically meaning like if you walk uprightly, which I believe that I do, no good thing will I withhold. So meaning like if it's going to be good for me, he's not going to take it away. You get what I'm saying? What are you, so are you talking about in that situation? Just, yeah, it just was really resonating with me right now personally. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> well, I so think a lot anybody. of people, I think there's, you know, the, the, a lot of people like have very specific things where they choose to focus on, especially with the Bible. Like we're all, we all do things that the Bible is against. We do things that the Bible is for. We're called to love each other. We're called to not judge. And I think what triggers me, I realize that what I'm triggered by is the phrase, I'm not meaning to sound judgmental because right off the bat, I'm already like tense because I'm like, this is going to be sound judgmental, (laughs) like no matter what. And I think that, that that's part of, you know, part of the journey of that we're all trying to figure it out. But I just wanted to say that when we give advice, we're just talking from our own experiences. Mark Easton, Tanya, myself, like that's all we can do. That's all we have. None of us are trained professionals when it comes to giving advice. And even if we were, we might say something that people don't necessarily agree with. But if you're writing and looking for advice, please don't expect. It's so funny how that like, for some reason, those comments don't, offend me I wasn't necessarily offended because I'm just like to me my my faith is something that like is the cornerstone and like the way that I live my life the way that I choose to live my life the way that I treat people the way that I treat myself the way that I you know what I mean Mm -hmm. the way that I turn to how I turn to things how I turn to problems and issues and it's kind of like that's how it that's what it does for me Mm -hmm. I'm and so I didn't I wasn't necessarily offended by it and we had a nice conversation I just was more so like putting it out there that if you're writing and looking for a certain type of advice, just know that <laughs> we are only speaking from what we have, yeah. what we've experienced. And I've had a lot of, I've, I know there's a lot of negative, like a ne- a lot of negative outcome to like purity culture and how the church is treated and how people have felt from it. And so I'm kind of passionate about that. And having been someone who was waiting for marriage and experienced my own you know, pro like journey as, you know, waiting for marriage and then, and then having sex. It's like, we all have our own experiences and kind of go through different things. And I think when that girl wrote us, she was wanting our advice as someone who listens to our podcast. So yeah. somebody else wrote me too and was like, you know, you shouldn't shame people if they do want to just 
have unattached sex. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> if you can have unattached sex, by all means, go do it. But I was like, for me personally, I can't. And I think that that was the thing that I was told for so long in my life was just like, have fun, sow your oats, spread your seeds, you know, whatever. <laughs> and it just like wasn't how I was wired. So for me, it's like I want to spread the mentality that I wish I was given, you know, when I was younger, mm-hmm. not the opposite. But by all means, if if having an attached sex is, is your move and do it, you know, like no judgment from me either way. Yeah. I just thought it was an interesting conversation and that was really it. Mm-hmm. Nothing more to it. No, wasn't offended. Just was kind of like, it's an interesting person. I just, we all have so many different views and especially when it comes to like faith and religion, it can get so complicated when it's like, we're called to just love each other. Like yeah. how someone lives their life is really none of your business unless it's hurting you personally. And you know what I also found so interesting is like, um, aside from that thread on Facebook, which was so nice, so many girls hit me in DM on Instagram and like, not only just said like the nicest things, but shared their own personal journeys and stories to love. And like, everybody's story is so different. Mm-hmm. It's like the craziest thing. This woman messaged me and said that she broke up with her boyfriend that she thought she was going to marry. And then she ended up um, marrying the next guy. She's been married for 17 years. They have two kids. She was sending me photos. Uh, this other girl sent me a DM about how um, she, her first kiss, she had her first kiss at 30 or whatever. And she only wanted to kiss one person her whole life. And they ended up breaking up. And then she didn't kiss anybody else. And they ended up getting back together. Now they're married. So she never kissed anybody else. Wow. Um, Yeah. Like everybody's just been sharing their stories of like how they found love. And it's just like so beautiful. And I just feel so like lucky and that people care to share that with me. I know. I love that they did that. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people sent just nice encouraging Mm -hmm. words but when people share their own stories too to like encourage me because of their story I just think that's so cool and I got so many of those so I just wanted to say thanks because it really means a lot and it just touches my heart in such a different way yeah I have a question that I hope isn't painful have you written in your dear future husband journal lately Mark that's really dark but yes I have (laughs) I didn't mean it to be dark. I th- I thought it might be therapeutic, honestly. Oh, that bad boy got that bad boy got some ink around Christmas time. <laughs> got some penmanship in got there. Got some huh? penmanship in there. Yeah. Yeah. Get a broken heart and a quarantine. Yeah. So, you know, I've been thinking about this for a while and no, I I'm not going to say anything negative about your relationship or red star. But I was thinking, you know, I cannot imagine someone being a better partner to someone than you. Like that's really nice. Somebody else, a lot of people messaged me and they were like, if I had the choice, I would have you in my life every single day. So this man's an idiot. I was like, that's so sweet. But it's sorry. That's so mean. Sorry. Yeah. And, you know, everyone is going through their own thing. You got to do what you got to do and whatever the reason. But I do have to, you know, the more as time passes, I go like, 
it's pretty wild to think that someone gives up the opportunity to be with someone like you. So I hope that you feel confident knowing that whoever gets that and chooses that and works at it. I appreciate that. And I don't think I realized it until honestly recently, like, and I'm not going to really get into details because I don't need to, but the, the amount of like setups that people like and quality men yeah. who said that they will quarantine and take tests to take me out, just like crazy. I'm like, what is happening? You know, like it's just, it's really, really nice. So, so you're I, getting some offers in there. Uh, so yeah, all of a sudden everyone's like, I have the perfect person. And I'm like, where were you two years ago? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I appreciate you for saying that. Yeah, no, I'm in a good place. I'm in, a, I'm, my head's in a good space. I know. I feel like it, I feel like you actually mean that because sometimes you say you're in a good place and it's a little manic. So <laughs> there's like the <laughs> yeah, wide eyes. I'm, I'm good, like, I'm good, I'm yeah, good. I'm like, it's okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I haven't cried. I haven't <laughs> cried yet. I'm not crying. I'm not crying. I haven't even wanted to cry at all. I'm yeah, fine. I'm yeah. good. No, you actually, you seem genuinely good. So yeah. glad to hear it. Um, I know we have some emails. Mark, did you have a quiz, another quiz for me to fail? Well, or? you mentioning Sex in the City gave me an idea. So I have okay. another Sex in the City quiz for us to do okay. that all three of you can play. Oh. I hope it's, I hope it's more in my favor of the, maybe the episodes I watched and that stuck with me more than last week because <laughs> <laughs> nothing rung, rang a bell, rang a bell. Well, this um, is more of the multiple choice variety, so that might help you. That will definitely help me. Um, are we going to do that or should we do emails? We can do it all. Oh, wow. Well, let's just, just take an embarrassment of time. Is that what we have? <laughs> let's see. Yeah, we got, well, we got to burn some serious hours here. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we'll do both of those things when we come back from a break. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker soul hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. 
They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay authenticity guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. Mark, we are going to start with the Sex and the City quiz. And he just shared that he was going to have it to where everyone just jumped in and guessed the answer. But he said that would really basically count me out. So he's well, so gracious. yeah, you might want to think about each one. So here's, here's the premise of it. I'm going to describe one of the boyfriends or dates from Sex and the City. And you tell me which of the four dated this guy. Oh, fun. Okay, I might have a chance here. 
Okay. All right. Good. So we'll go in order, but first we have to figure out who goes first. Let's do odds or evens again. Throw up well, one. Well, I think Easton should yeah. go first because he won. Oh, because he's the champion. Yeah, I'll go last. Fair I'm enough. Loser. The home field advantage. All right, all right, Easton, you may go first. All right. Let me get my pen so I can keep score. E T B. That's your order, Easton. This guy visited cemeteries to meet women. His name was Ned. Oh, it was, which of the girls dated Which him? of the four women dated him? Uh, that sounds like a... I don't remember this guy. Um, it sounds like a Charlotte. That is a Charlotte. Oh, Very right. nice, Ethan. That's a point for you. Tanya. That's a hard one. Jack. There's been a few Jacks, though, so don't jump to any conclusions. I was going to say one Carrie. Was, this one was played by Will Arnett. He really liked doing it in public and ended up doing it in front of his parents. I watched this episode uh, recently. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I remember they they did it in front of his parents. I think that was Charlotte. I'm sorry. No, it is not Charlotte. Becca, you can steal it now. It's Carrie. It is not Carrie. Easton, the point has been gift wrapped for you. Who is it? Dang it. Uh, That would be... I just watched this and I can't remember who it was. Uh, Miranda. It's a coin flip. Yes, it's Miranda. Very nice. All right, that's two for Easton. The next question is for Becca. This is another Jack. As soon as they made it official, he suggests a threesome. Carrie. No, Easton. (laughs) Okay, that was Tanya's fault. (laughs) That's Jack Berger. Jack Berger was not a threesome man. He's a post-it note man. Uh, Exactly. Uh, this would be uh, uh, Charlotte. All right. Easton's going to run away oh with this God. thing because the next question is for him. His name is Aaron. He really liked dirty talk. And then she kind of tried the oh, dirty talk back. Oh, yeah. and it was too much oh. for him and he was out the door. Charlotte? No. 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 Tanya. Miranda. There you go, Tanya. You're right back in this game because the next Thank question you. is for you. This is Kevin. He can't perform because he's on Prozac. Shh. Charlotte. That is Charlotte. Very yeah, nice. Saw I your brain work in there. You were going yeah. Charlotte. You headed back towards Samantha, went Samantha, back to Charlotte, yeah, and you yeah. were right. Yeah. Okay, how about Vaughn, Becca? He was played by Justin Thoreau, and he was a premature finisher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. I, got I can I picture his face, and I'm trying to think of who he was. This is so sad because if I get this wrong, I'm just done again. Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay, I'm going to go with Miranda. No, Easton for the steal. Vaughn, played by Justin Thoreau, a premature finisher. I think that was Samantha. No, Tanya, Uh you got a 50-50 shot. It is Carrie. Very nice. And this game is tied. Three for Easton. Three for Tanya, and the next one is for Easton. His name is Don. He will only sleep with her if his favorite sports team wins. Oh, man. Carrie? No, Tanya, to take the lead. Miranda? No, Becca, to get on the board. Samantha? It is Samantha. Very nice. Tanya, this Yay. one is yours. How about Ted? He was really into spanking. In fact, she went rooting around his home and found movies about spanking. And 
Oh, um, 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 uh, 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 Carrie. No, Becca. Miranda. Yes, Becca's right <laughs> back in this game. It's three for Easton, three for Tanya, two for Becca, and the next one's for Becca. His name's Bram, and he fell asleep while they were doing it. Oh. Samantha. <laughs> no. Oh. All right, Easton for the steal. That's Charlotte. Yeah. That is Charlotte. Very nice, Easton. Easton takes the lead. All right. The next question is for Easton. His name was Thomas John. He always had to shower immediately after they were done. Uh, Miranda. Yes, that's five for Easton. He's pulling away. Tanya, his name was Adam. He, um, how do I phrase this? He was particularly foul tasting in his discharge. (laughs) I know this one. I know. I feel like I remember their conversation. Funky spunk. There you go. Miranda? No. Becca? Samantha? Yes. Becca and Tanya are now tied at three. That might be for second place, though, because Easton has a pretty solid lead right now. All right. This one is for Becca. Uh, His name was Bill. He was running for city comptroller. Oh, and he wanted her to relieve herself on him. Oh, this one's so easy. What? Charlotte? No, Easton. <gasps> that would be the main character, Carrie Bradshaw. That's right. Yeah. And that is six for Easton. And she was into it. <laughs> All right. And Easton, we are back around to you again. His name was Stefan. He was a pastry chef. Seemed very gay, but apparently was straight. Um, it ended when he freaked out over a mouse, I believe. Oh yeah. Uh, I have to remember, like, I have to remind myself which girl complained about him. That's what, like, I always hear in my mind. And that's, <laughs> I think that's Charlotte for this one. That is Charlotte for this one. Very nice. That is seven for Easton. He's running away with it again, just like last week. Let's see uh, who comes in second place. <laughs> Tanya, let's go to you with Wade. Wade was nicknamed the Power Lad, and he lived with his parents. That makes Samantha. Easton, uh, no, I'm sorry. Becca, it's Miranda. You could, that is not Miranda. Oh. Easton, go ahead. He owned a comic book shop. He wrote a comic book about this girl. Uh, they smoke weed together. It's Carrie Bradshaw, baby. That's eight for Easton. Wow. I don't have many more questions, but this one is for, I don't even remember. Becca. This is for Becca. Thank you. Becca, Mike was uncircumcised and he had surgery to change that. Easton looks very confident. Tanya looks very confused. Charlotte? It is Charlotte. Very nice. Becca, you are now in second place. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easton, who dated the new Yankee? Oh, man. Uh, Samantha? Nope. Tanya? Uh, Carrie. That is Carrie. And Tanya and Becca are tied at four apiece. I have two more here. Uh, Tanya, you need this one to take second place here. His name was Tom, and they met at Weight Watchers. Oh, Miranda. Yeah, Miranda. Very good. All right. Becca, you can tie for second place if you get this one. Okay. His name was Richard. He owned a hotel. Come on. Samantha. There you go. That's right. And we're tied. All right. So Easton, eight, and then five apiece for Tanya and Becca. Once again, Easton is your Sex in the City expert.
Yeah, way to go, Easton. You just wait till I get back in those episodes. (laughs) Not season one, though. Not season one. You know, I I always watch you guys play these Grey's Anatomy games. I haven't seen a single frame of that show, and uh, it's just really... (laughs) (laughs) Wow, not even a frame. Speaking of Grey's Anatomy, you know when that show's coming back? You're... I don't know, but it feels scary. Yeah, that tone is scary. (laughs) March 4th. Well, why? I don't know, but that is a long time from now. Yeah. Winter break or something? I mean, it's a pretty substantial winter break. You'll be on the spring. And then how many episodes do we have? Probably through May. Probably right? through May. Yeah. It'll probably, it's probably, well, it's probably an abbreviated order, all things considered. But that is that is a wait. Yeah, that is. They're really hope they're doing something powerful. Yeah. I yeah. might go need to stay on the beach and see if I have any more Derek Shepard spottings. Yeah. Hopefully it's every week from then on, you know. Yeah, I do hope so. All right, emails. This is an anonymous one. I am in my second relationship ever. This is a female anonymous, by the way. Mm -hmm. I'm in my second relationship ever, just celebrated four years. My girlfriend is older than me and going through hormonal changes. The smallest things frustrate her at times, and her way of venting is yelling. I'm more of the avoid confrontation, easygoing, and she's the exact opposite. I can understand a little bit of her anxieties and hormones being a woman myself, but the yelling and anger is getting to me. Any advice? Just this last weekend, I was called an effing bee. Um, so once again, we are not (laughs) licensed advice givers, but I also, this is another thing I learned in therapy, which is really eye opening. So, um, a lot of times in relationships, there's the pursuer and the withdrawer. I am a withdrawer. So it's hard for me to even be in the confrontation or the argument alone, much less act like participate in the fight so when if we're in a relationship and I'm calm and like willing to have the confrontation and then the other person's yelling I withdraw even more and it makes me not even want to have the conversations and communication because I'm already just my like fight or flight kicks in and I'm like, okay, now we're yelling and I don't want to even have this conversation because now I'm mad. So I had to have the conversation of saying like, if I'm going to enter this, if I'm going to, if you're asking me to communicate and I'm going to be in the conflict and confrontation, which already makes me want to run, then you have to speak with a like, like a voice that's a level and not scream at me because I'm going to go the opposite way even more so. So I would just have a conversation and say, hey, I'm here for you. I know you're going through stuff as a woman. I totally relate to hormones and what's going on. But as your partner, I need you to respect our conversations and the fact that we're having this conversation and that I'm standing here, you know, willing to listen and help where I can. But you yelling at me does not help the situation. And I think... her being aware of that is enough to hopefully make things better moving forward. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be totally honest. I don't even think that's a relationship that I could be in. So I can't really give good advice because even me in, you know, like I'm not saying obviously I have confrontation and I fight with people. It's I'm not, you know, like I don't, you know, we've gotten in fights before, but I'm not, I've never once been like the yeller screamer, Mm -hmm 
curse worder person. Mm -hmm. Like it's just not me at all. And I've never had a partner that's been that way. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I could handle it. So honestly, for me, if it, if it ever happened in the beginning of a relationship, I feel like I'd be out. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think every relationship's different. Like, yeah, I know people who get into like screaming fights with each other and they're perfectly happily married. So like it can work. For me personally, I don't think it could. I don't handle cursing either, especially when it's being yelled at me and directed towards me. So I actually would not do well in this particular relationship either because the first time I was called an effing B would be a door in the face for the other person. But I think in the heat of the moment when you're... If if they're... If how they handle fights is her one person yelling and the other person taking it without communicating that that's a problem, it continues to happen because it's not put to a stop. Yeah, like I'm a soft flower. I just cry. Like I cry. Yeah. I don't yell. I, I don't. Cry. I do not like names being yelled. I don't like yelling, and I really don't like curse words being yelled. So no. I would say I would have a conversation, and th- because that at that point is just disrespectful totally not even being able to communicate in a way where you're able to be gentle and have a respectful conversation with each other even when you're mad you should at least be able to either walk away and say I need I always say like I need to I need a minute to like think about this and process before I can say what you're needing to hear from me and so even if you have to do that but I would communicate that that's not okay because it's not yeah there's so much missing from this email. Like, I don't really understand. Like, I'm in my second relationship ever. Okay. But I don't, like, j- that implies you're younger. But my girlfriend's older than me and going through hormonal changes. What is that? Menopause? Like, I have no idea what we're talking about here. We've been together four years. Does she apologize after these profane rants? Because if she does, I'd give her a little bit more leeway than if she mm-hmm. acts like everything's fine. Then that's different. I don't... I, I, I think this is a major red flag. And if it's only your second relationship ever, you're probably not really, um, haven't really honed in on exactly what works for you and what you're right, looking for. Right, but also for. the four years is what, four yeah. years is what got is me. Four years yeah. Yeah. I'll, and what makes me, I, I hope that even though I, I totally disagree with how she handles with the yelling and the name calling, I hope that once she cools off, she's able to go, I'm, I'm sorry for that. I don't know what's going on with me. I just spew these words. But because she's writing into us asking how to handle it, part of me thinks that maybe it just happens again and again with no remorse or apology. And she, I feel like our anonymous writers is like worn down right now. Yeah. In four years, if you're dealing with that consistently, that's exhausting and draining. I agree. All right. Next email from Danielle. I'm one of the luckiest people in the world that my mother-in-law and my father-in-law are the best people around and I cannot get enough of them. The problem is my brother-in-law. I've been with my husband for 10 years and that entire time, my brother-in-law has sponged off and lived with my husband's parents. He's now 35 for reference. My question is, at what point do we sit down my in-laws and tell them he's taking advantage of them and they are enabling him? My husband is on board with discussing this with his parents and he would be the one talking to them as it's not really my place. Like my, I mean, my opinion is you don't. I agree completely. Yeah, like that's not your place. If he's taking advantage of his parents, they're his parents. Like, I would just stay out of it. Really? As the even as her husband, who is their son. But what's it to them? 
He's living well, with his, his parents. If they're like, if, I mean, that's just like anyone living, like when my sisters were living with me and I was, I was like, I need them to fly away, fly the, flee, what is it? Fly flee the, the coop. Flee the, flee yeah, the coop. Flee the, the flee the, flee the, Anyways, when I was like, I, they were, it was, it's hard to motivate yourself and do anything unless you're forced to do it. And because his parents aren't doing that, then they're enabling him to stay put. So even as a parent have, I don't, I mean, I don't know, Mark, you think they don't say anything? I look, I do think they're probably enabling him and that kicking him out would be the best thing for him. But I also think that's between the parents and the brother. I don't think it's any of your concern. If my sister, I have a younger sister, if she was to live with my parents at 40 years old, eh, all right, whatever. You know, if, are you happy? Are you are mom and dad happy? Are you looking after them? Are they looking after you? I don't care. Live, cool, their, live, their, live your life. Yeah, yeah but w- you would check in with them and say, are you happy with him being here or with her being here? You would at least do that? Yeah, probably. Well, that's maybe that's all it is, is them checking in with the because if parents. the parents if the parents say, hey, we like having him here and it makes, you know, it makes us feel happy to have one of our children here, then, yeah, you can move on. But I think checking in and saying because maybe they're they feel guilt if they kick him out that, you know, they're going to send him into a bad place or whatever it is. But I think having the support of another child checking in and saying, Hey, are y'all happy with this? Is this good? Do you want me to talk to him? Like, can I help in any way if y'all are happy with the situation? That's a good angle to do it as not saying, Hey, this is screwed up and wrong, but saying it as, Hey, do you need my help here? Is everything cool? Is this what you guys want? I think that works. I say stay. (laughs) I would, I would say something if this were my, so I'm like, I, I feel differently, but I, I do see doing it in a way that's more so, hey, is there anything I can do if y'all aren't happy with this? I can talk to him if you're uncomfortable doing it and just see where his head's at, but maybe not making it so much like a sit down of, hey, you need to kick him out because that's just going to cause a rift somewhere. All right. So two angles there. Take whichever one you like. Becca's got a more aggressive approach. Tanya and I say, let it play out the way it plays out. Mm-hmm. But what if it never plays out? And well, that's, that's, a, that's fine. Whatever. Right. Peace at night. <laughs> what if they don't have peace? Who? Her parents? Yeah. His parents. Then they can, if their parents aren't at peace because of it, then they can come to you. Let them come to you. You don't need to be mother henning everybody. I do do that. I have control issues. <laughs> I do. I do not. <laughs> well, I'm shocked by that result. Shocked by that, Easton. Do you have an opinion on that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was uh, I was photoshopping something. I wasn't paying that close attention. <laughs> he was photoshopping his head on Samantha's, on Samantha's body. body. Something <laughs> I, I do during the show pretty often. <laughs> Wait, we should totally photoshop ourselves onto their bodies. I, check Is that your what you're doing? check your phone. I already did. Oh my! God. I did all of us. <laughs> this makes me so happy oh my god aside from my head being super large on the body it's like pretty good it's pretty pretty good too yeah mark yours is pretty good (laughs) not my easton's is the worst for sure because of the hair coming out the back but i feel good about mine i feel good about mine that is hilarious wow uh 
Can't wait to post that. We'll post that in the scrubbing in group. Um, before we go, we are having a Galentine's virtual event. And if you've been to any of our live shows, they are F-U-N. F-U-N. Actually, I oh, I didn't, I didn't show you them, but we got really cute scrubbing in um, glasses because we're going to be drinking. <laughs> we made... Um, Custom drinks. Well, we didn't make them. They're like drinks that you could get at a bar anywhere. But we're going to make one that's my drink and one that's going to be Becca's drink Yeah, that mine, you guys can make yeah. at home and drink with us. Yeah. Mine will be a little more complicated. I went with a more like festive. Tanya went with a standard spine tingler. Yeah. <laughs> mine's going to be basically straight tequila. <laughs> Literally chills. Um, anyways, I know a lot of people have strong feelings about valentine's day so whether you love it or hate it it is happening and we're gonna make it fun so whether you're like oh i'm single i don't want to celebrate or you're like oh this holiday so overrated whatever your feelings are push them to the side because it's gonna be a party and can i tell you something like i love valentine's day i've always loved valentine's day and i've had many a single valentine's days it's just like a day for love And you have so much, even if you're single, you have so much love in your life. So do it and celebrate, you know, actually, uh, my neighbor Aaron and I were thinking about making Valentine's for some of our, we have new neighbors in our apartment complex and they're like cute and young. And, um, so we wanted to make, you know, little Valentine's maybe throw in like a bottle of wine and some candies. Um, but yeah, I just think it's a fun holiday. It's all about love and who doesn't love love, love and peace and hope. Yeah, love and peace. Well, there's some scripture for you right there, baby. (laughs) It's on February 10th. It'll be at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So you can that would be 8 p.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. And so you can get your tickets now on locationlive.com slash scrubbing in. It is going to be a blast. We're going to be drinking. You're going to be drinking. We'll probably have some fun guests. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Um, So so we'll keep you posted as we book that out. But mark it in your calendars. And here we go. (laughs) And here we go. Um, Well, on that note, it has been a blast per usual. We love you guys so much. Thank you for always, um, you know, lifting us up when we are going through struggles or hard times. Like some of y'all's messages to both of us, I think we're really uplifting and especially for Tanya during this time. So thank you always for posting in the Facebook group, sending messages, however you do it. We appreciate y'all and um, hope that you have a wonderful week. Yeah. And I just do want to say too, because whoa, sorry about that. I am really good right now, but I just want anybody to know because I like, I got a lot of messages from girls saying that, you know, they went through a breakup. They couldn't get out of bed for two months and they didn't haven't stopped crying in six months. And, you know, whatever your journey is and however you're feeling, it's your own and that's okay, you know? And Mm -hmm. like, I think that when this happened, I was, I didn't have to do the podcast. I didn't have the morning show. I kind of just tucked away for two weeks and cried for the majority of those two weeks. So it's like, you know, I just, for, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. So whatever your journey is and whatever you're going through, just know that like, that's your own. Mm -hmm. Um, it's healthy to feel. It's healthy to feel. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> I hope you all brighter days are ahead, baby. <laughs> the sun goes down and guess what? It comes right back up. Storms may last for a day or two, but they never last forever. Wow. That all came together so nicely.
Thank you very much. It felt like you were winging it, but it, then at the end, it felt planned, fully executed. You know, storms, they don't last. They yeah, just they don't. don't they just don't. They don't. I love a storm, though. So let yourself feel. Let yourself love. Ugh, I hate storms. I like smooth waters. I like sunny skies. So the storms are hard for me. That's okay. The sun comes up. It sure f***ing does. (laughs) 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 So good. Um, All right. Well, we love you guys. We'll see you you next Monday. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.